Welcome back, everybody. This is Travis Cisneros, and you are listening to the Forger's Freedom Podcast. And today, I want to answer the question that most of you are probably asking. What is the Forger's Freedom? What on earth does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. So the Forger's Freedom is a way of living. It's a healthy lifestyle, and it's based on five different pillars of health that have existed for thousands of years. Recovery, spirit, social, food, and movement. Now, when you think of health, most people probably think, oh, eating right, eating healthy, dieting, and exercise, going on a workout, going, on, going to run, whatever it be. But most people forget about the other three pillars. You know, the recovery side is probably the third that people think about. Well, I need to stretch, I need to sleep. But most people never really think of health in a spiritual way or a social way. But those are really tied in to, to what you eat, to the exercise you do, the movements you make, and the recovery you get. They're all synced together. And these five pillars together build up the Forger's Freedom. So let me tell you a little bit about each of these pillars to give you some insight. So when it comes to recovery, recovery is oftentimes the most ignored pillar, right? We live in this age now, the age of the grind. You know, To paint a simple picture, we often choose to eliminate sleep so we can get more work done or stay up with friends or just have some alone time. But really, it's our, our lack of recovery that often can lead us down a path to make us choose unhealthy decisions. You know, we say, I'll, I'll sleep later or, you know, I don't need a stretch. I'm fine. I'll, I'll warm up later. But there's much more to that, much more to the recovery pillar than just rest and stretching and relaxation and letting your body heal. So when it comes to recovery, there are really two pieces. There's the mental aspect and the physical aspect. And from a physical standpoint, it's going to take time to heal. You know, for example, you know, when I was 18, I broke my leg playing football, snapped it, both bones in my left leg and one bone in my ankle. I was done. I had six months of a cast up to my hip. And honestly, I was defeated. I, I, I felt like something that was a big piece of my life had been taken away from me and I could no longer play football. And I realized at that time that recovery has two pieces, right? You have that first stage of, of, of physical recovery, which is going to take time. There's nothing you can do to speed up a physical recovery. There's only things that you can do to help prevent injury. You know, you can stretch, you, you can keep yourself in shape, you can meditate, you can get a proper rest, sleep, things like that. That's all geared toward the physical side of recovery. But what about the mental side? The mental side's a bit different, but nonetheless, very important. So when it comes to mental recovery, there are, all, there are always things in our life that throw us off. Maybe it's getting fired from a business. Maybe it's failing a test. Maybe you got yourself really excited about something that you were going to do and it fell through. It never happened. Maybe something got taken away from you and it feels unfair, right? We all have these experiences in our life and honestly, they suck. Let's be real. There's no beating around the bush there. They suck. Things happen to us and sometimes those things suck. But this is where recovery comes into play because from a mental aspect, Recovery can happen in the blink of an eye. It's something that's very simple. It's a choice that you make. I will not let this affect me. I will not let this change me. 
So for example, dating back to, you know, when I was 18 and broke my leg and I was, I was upset. You know, once I realized that I wasn't going to be playing football anymore, it was my senior year. I'd missed out on pretty much all the season. I, I was upset. It felt like a big piece of my life at the time had been taken away. And let's be real, at 18 years old, that feels like the end of the world. No, it's not. And we all know that. But it, that's how it felt back then. And I had to make the decision that I didn't want to live with resentment from that happening. I didn't want to, to think about the what ifs, you know, what could have happened if I still played, you know, how would the team have done? How would I have been? Who would I have been? Could I have been able to play in college? All these questions, all these what ifs that come to our brain, they're stopping points. They make us question. They make us worry. They make us fear. They bring resentment. But the true the true success in finding recovery is being able to choose to be unaffected. When these tough things happen in our life, we choose to be unaffected. We see them as they are, we find the lesson in them, and we move forward. That is how recovery works from a mental standpoint. And obviously, like I said, the physical does take time. So that's just kind of a, a brief snapshot into what the recovery pillar looks like. Second pillar, spirit. Now, Everyone on earth has a spirit. You know, some see spirit as religious. Others see it as an inner peace or a guiding voice, right? You have a spirit. It guides you every day. Maybe you already identified your spirit. Maybe you talk to it and you observe it. Maybe you're still trying to find your purpose. Maybe you don't really know what your spirit is. But either way, learning to communicate with your spirit is one of the most impactful things that you can do in your life. You know, about... Four years ago, I was trying to build two businesses, and honestly, I didn't love either of them. They were both weighing on me, and I was growing resentment towards them. And, you know, being focused on the mental aspect of recovery, you know, I tried to find the lesson in everything that I was doing. But it was still tough to go through the process of building these businesses when I felt that it wasn't really what I wanted to do. It just didn't really serve a purpose to me. And obviously, you know, building a business there, you have to put a purpose around that. But when the purpose of the business doesn't align with your personal purpose, really when, when your personal purpose doesn't align with anything you're doing in your life, then it's time to change. You, you want to align your life with the purpose you have. And it took a long time to figure this out, but you know, I found that I have the spirit of an entrepreneur. That's what it is for me. I like to build things. I like to create things. And I like to do work that is going to serve other people and serve a purpose. And it took a long time to figure this out. But once you find your spirit, your, your purpose, your, you listen to your heart and you start to understand the direction you need to go, nothing can deter you. There will never be anything in your way. You know, if you're, if you're just starting out right now and, and you're trying to learn your spirit and understand those things around you and really discover your path in life. You know, you want to become aware of what's going on. You want to start to try and understand the things that happen. Now, there's a lot of crazy things in life and we can all see it, especially in this day and age, but try to look at that and not pass judgment. Try to look at it and understand what's happening. You know, I, I want you to, to dabble in as many things as you possibly can. Consume as many interesting things as you can until you find the subject that speaks to you and excites you for a thirst for learning. And that can only be done if you take off the blinders, remove the judgment, 
and focus on just obtaining more information. And the more you th- more things you try, the more information that you bring into your mind, the quicker you're going to find your spirit. And the reason you want to find your spirit is because it's a guiding pillar to lead you further in life. Your spirit is where your goals are going to be hiding. And once you identify your spirit, once you label those goals, There will be nothing that can stop you because you're going to continue towards them because you know that that is going to serve a purpose. And the things that you do in life will start to align with your purpose. And it will give you more clarity on how to take action each day, especially those days when it's hard and your mind's telling you, I don't want to do this. I have to quit. This is too hard. This is too tough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. All those statements that come in and we find doubt in ourselves. That's when you need to lean on your spirit the most. Follow your passion, follow your heart, continue moving forward even when you're in the midst of the suck and that's going to happen. But once you build this pillar, once you start to understand how your spirit works, once you can speak to your heart and you know how you operate, you're gonna be unstoppable. This is one of the most important pillars. Pillar number three, social. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you live in a social society. You know, as, as human beings, you know, there have probably been times in your life where you were dependent on others and other times where people were dependent on you and then other times where you were independent, right? But the next step forward is to become interdependent because we live in an interdependent society. So you want to become a strong leader, a strong team player, and to achieve interdependence means to come together with others to achieve something something great that an individual does not have the capability to achieve alone you know simple example right nasa put somebody on the moon that was an interdependent group of people that came together and put in the best work from each individual and they put somebody on the moon you likely have communities like this in your life already, you know, whether, whether they're coworkers, whether it's a sports team you work with, uh, you know, maybe more simplified, it's your family. You guys, are always, you guys are all working together towards a common goal. That is what it means to be interdependent. And the reason you want to build this social pillar is, you know, for thousands of years, people have lived in a society of interdependency. You know, if you, if you think back, say, 12,000 years ago, when there were forager tribes going out hunting, you know, they, they had to communicate. They had to be able to understand you know, what's dangerous, what's not. If somebody sees something that could potentially be a threat or a predator, you have to communicate with each other. And you also had to communicate in order to track, track game, find food, what's healthy to eat, what's going to kill me, what's poisonous. There's communication in all these aspects. And in order to build your pillar of social you have to focus on how you interact with others. And oftentimes that starts with seeking to understand. Try to understand the people around you. Try to understand the world around you. Be genuinely interested in other people. Be genuinely social. Get out of your comfort zone and find ways to expand yourself. Take a look at your social pillar and, and you can identify a lot, of, a lot of ways to improve in your life. You know, from a social aspect, maybe there are certain things or certain people that should be removed from your life. Maybe there are certain things or certain people that should be more intertwined with your life. 
People that you know bring you value and you know teach you something and you know are helping you towards a goal, but for some reason, you don't, you don't include them in your life as much as you should. And you know you should. Build your social pillar. This is going to take you a long way. And it all starts with understanding people and being able to be interdependent and work together towards a common goal. So pillar number four, food, right? All right, this one's easy. Everybody, everybody's heard, okay, yeah, I should eat healthy, right? But what does that look like? A plate of greens, maybe some meat, maybe not some meat, depending if you're vegetarian. You know, food, there's so much information out there on what eating healthy is that I think a lot of people kind of miss the concept, You know, food's a critical pillar of health, but really not in the way most people think. You know, most people look at food completely wrong. You know, if if you're listening to this, you're probably one of the people who looks at it a little bit differently. Because food is more than what you eat. Food is everything you consume, from from hamburgers to television shows to music to books to conversations you have with people. So when you think about food, it's not just the material food that you actually eat. It's All the information you let come into your being, the things you read. You read something, you start to understand it, you learn it, you adapt it. That's food. That's mental food, and you apply it into your life. You know, it's just the same way you would you would go out and and eat a meal, right? That's going into your body, you're digesting it, it's giving you food fuel. The same thing with information. You bring in information to your mind and it's going to feed your mind and you're going to act accordingly. So if you're feeding yourself with really crappy information or stuff that is negative and tears you down, it's going to make it way harder on you. And same thing with food. If you're eating crappy junk food, fast food all the time, or, or just food that you know makes you feel like crap, then stop eating it. It... it when it comes to food and information, all right, when it comes to food, because food is information and it's also physical food, but it, when, it, when it comes to food, the most important thing you can do is understand how it affects you. So it, about three, four years ago, I did the Whole30. And the Whole30 is essentially a food experiment that helps you understand how different foods affect your body. And this is really what sparked my whole journey down this path and building the Forger's Freedom Framework was, was from doing the Whole30. I was able to understand how food affected my body and I could eat accordingly. So if I needed more energy, I needed to eat those foods that were going to give me that energy. If I was going out and needed to make sure I was alert and high energy, I could eat that food accordingly. And, and don't get me wrong, I still eat junk food. I still eat stuff that isn't good for me, but I do it at times when I know it's not gonna affect the rest of my day. You know, if I need to be on point, I have to eat to be on point. And that same thing goes for the information I take in. I, I, I try not to take in information that is, is going to wreck my mindset, is gonna put me in a negative state because that's not gonna serve me for the things that I need to do. So, Figure out what food means to you from a mental standpoint, from an edible standpoint. What are you feeding yourself with and how is that serving you or how is that hurting you? And then the last pillar is movement and movement again, like food, pretty common. People think of movement, they think, oh, I should exercise. Well, that's part of it. 
I mean, exercise is great. You should, you should work out. It's, it's going to excel your, le- your level of activity and it's going to push you further. But when it comes to exercise, exercise is more than just working out. Or sorry, movement. When it comes to movement, movement is more than just working out and getting exercise. You know, look at the forgers from 12,000 years ago. What did they do every day? You know, they had to go out and hunt and gather. They weren't stagnant. They didn't sit, sit at a desk. They weren't watching TV and Netflix tonight. They had things they needed to do to survive. And so when you're working on building your movement pillar, you really want to focus on creating an active lifestyle. Now, I know a lot of recommendations say that you should get 10,000 steps. That seems to be the, the baseline standard for any Apple Watch or Fitbit. And then, you know, when you look at how many steps the average American takes on a regular day, it's somewhere between three to 5,000. Super low. That's super low. You know, if, if you took one foot steps and you only walked 5,000 steps a day, you'd be walking less than a mile a day. And that, you need to move more. If, if you're looking to lose weight especially, the weight will melt off if you can make 10 to 12,000 steps consistent in your daily activity. And those things are really simple to do. Probably a lot more simple than it sounds. And, you know, I know when you look at that, you're like, oh, crap, that's three to four times the average. But trust me, that's simple. That's super easy. All you have to do is figure out those items that you're already doing and understand how you can hack them. You know, you can get activity in while you watch Netflix. You can get activity in when you're with your dog. There are a lot of ways to simply add more movement to your daily life. And, and the goal here is really just to build an active lifestyle. And you don't have to go out and go for five, six-mile runs every day. You don't have to work out every single day. I mean, you can, you can use those in moderation like you should because you should give your body time to recover. But you should always strive to have an active lifestyle that's going to push you further because it's going to help you be, stay healthy. And so those are the five pillars of health. And the reason I created this Forges Freedom is, well, like I said, you know, I did the whole 30. I was 50 pounds overweight. I felt like crap all the time. I was not in a good place from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint, or a spiritual one in my life. And when I did the whole 30 and I realized that, oh my God, all I have to do is identify how food affects my body and I can, I can be more healthy. You know, I lost, I lost 10 pounds in 30 days. I had more energy than I had in years. And it started to all just click. I realized that I can apply these, these same principles to other aspects of my life. So I, I did it with movement. I did it with my spirit. I did it with social aspects and I've done it with recovery. And it all boils down to identifying what actions that you choose to take each day and how those actions affect you. So when you're working to build your five pillars of health, your recovery, your spirit, your social, your food and your movement, focus on what you're doing now identify those things that are hurting you and those things that are pushing you forward and identify the idle time. Remove those things that don't serve you because really you don't need them. And if they're important to you for one reason or another, they're going to fall into one of these categories because everything under the sun that we do falls under one of these categories. You can identify it with any of them. So if you're sitting down and saying, hey, this is date night with, with my wife, or with my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it is, that's going to fall into a category. That's probably going to be under uh, a social category, a social pillar. Maybe it's even under spirit. It depends what you're doing. But identify those things that are important to you and that bring value to your life. Fit them into one of these pillars and remove the stuff 
that isn't. Remove the stuff that doesn't push you forward. And like I said, if you're looking to just simply hack your life, you know, you don't have to cut out all these all the things you do already in your day. Say say you want to just rest and relax and watch Netflix. Well, do it, but do some push-ups and exercise while you're doing it. Figure out a way to get more active. Hack your life. It makes it super simple. So, follow these five pillars and you will find a way and a path to be healthy and find freedom in your life. You just have to put in the work and dig deep. Because for me, I lost 50 pounds and I found the freedom that I didn't know existed until I tried it. So this is Travis Cisneros. This is the Forger's Freedom Podcast. And I just wanted to give you some insight to what the Forger's Freedom is. So I hope you guys all have a great day. I love you and enjoy it. Take care.